Hello, hello, hello. It's your favorite Sis Benin, and welcome to now episode seven of Notes to Sis. I know there was no new episode last week. Your girl was out of commission because allergies. So I know a lot of you can feel me on that, but thank you for tuning in today. Uh, today on the plug is my friend, Miss Fallon LaPan. I've known her since my sophomore year in college. And aside from being one of the sweetest people I know, Fallon has also created her own photography business. I had the pleasure of working with Fallon for a shoot last spring, and it was one of my most favorite shoots, hands down. Believe it or not, I am extremely shy behind the camera and make some of the most awkward faces. I'm really, really not as natural as my pictures actually come out, but Fal really hooked it up. It was able to redirect me during my accidental RBF moments and just had some pretty creative ideas. One thing I love about Fallon's work and that I got to witness is she shoots with her heart. Her passion shows in every shot and edit. You should definitely check out her work and book her for your next shoot if you're looking for a creative and artistic photographer. She lives in the Springfield area, but she is willing to travel and can meet you either halfway or wherever you're at. You can find Fallon on Instagram at FL underscore photographs and tell her that I sent you. So today we're talking about something I really was trying to avoid talking about on this podcast, but you know, God does this thing where if he wants you to do something and you don't do it, he'll just continue to surround you with it and bring it up in all different parts of your life. He's actually very good at that with me. I really don't know why I just don't learn the my lesson the first time and listen. But yeah, relationships. <sighs> now, whenever someone mentions relationships, the first idea for most always seems to go to romantic. There are a lot of lessons that could apply to both, actually. So when you listen to the rest of this episode, keep them both in mind. But today, I really want to focus on all the other relationships. Family, friends, people you spend a significant amount of time and share a great deal of memories with. I personally didn't want to speak on this because sometimes I feel like maybe I'm still not getting it right. But I was finally reminded that everything that I write and speak on is not just to share with others, but also lessons for myself because I'm not perfect and God teaches me something new every single day. This might sound like a silly question, but I want to make sure before I talk about something that you have the correct definition of whatever it is I'm about to discuss. Think to yourself for a second. Do you really know what a relationship is? I'm still here. That awkward silence was meant for you to actually think. The dictionary defines a relationship as the state of being connected, being connected by blood or marriage, and lastly, the way in which two or more people regard and behave towards each other. Simply put, a relationship is a connection between two or more people. Now I want to ask another question. How are your relationships currently going? You probably don't think to evaluate this as regularly as you should, but actually it's more important than you think. I believe that two of the biggest issues in relationships today have to do with communication and forgiveness. When I bring these issues up, it's definitely not to say that all relationships are going wrong, but it's more of something I notice about why some may be strained or even end completely. 
I don't know about you, but I feel like more and more in this day, we're being conditioned to think that we don't need other people and we can go through life doing things on our own. This is a big fat lie that the enemy tries to make us believe in order to promote isolation. God encourages community. The devil promotes isolation and disunity. We were not meant to live this life alone. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10 tells us that two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other up. In a culture seemingly growing more divided, it's your responsibility to represent the importance of unity. We're created to grow together, to live together, and to love together. We must change this mentality of I can do bad all by myself. It is okay to need others. We all need others. The reason a lot of us have started to believe that it's better to be and do things on our own is because we have been in relationships that were not taken care of properly. In order for our hair and nails to grow, we need to nurture them with the appropriate nutrients, and that includes what we feed our bodies. In order for our skin to glow, we need to use the right products and drink water regularly and mind your business. It's no different for a relationship, though. Relationships need to be nurtured the right way. But we can't do that if we are just going through the motions and expecting to receive more than we are giving. Just like you need trust, peace, encouragement, support, presence, and overall love, your sibling, your parent, your best friend, your friend, and anybody else that you're in a relationship with need the same exact things. Relationships go both ways. What you need is what you should also be giving, constantly and consistently. I had mentioned earlier that to me, and I could be wrong, the two biggest hindrances in relationships relationships is the lack of communication and forgiveness. Communication, though, I was supposed to make an Instagram video about this weeks ago. It's now long overdue. I haven't forgotten about it but because I have so much to say about communication. We don't do it enough, first of all. It's easier to avoid and not talk about things. But what happens when we do this is the growth of more misunderstanding, more bitterness, more distance. And eventually, we're not cool anymore. And we don't even remember why, because we never talked about it in the first place. I have definitely been guilty of shutting down rather than discussing, but I've learned that the more I am able to talk things out with my loved ones, the stronger our connection grows because it fosters more trust and more openness. I think sometimes we expect or assume people to know what they did to hurt us or how they can improve in the relationship, but we fail to realize that sometimes people either don't know what they're doing or haven't realized they're doing it or sometimes they're just blatantly trying to do it and don't really care, but that's a story for another day. We need to talk about it more is my point. Now, if you're wondering, Benin, I've already talked about it repeatedly with the same friend, the same boyfriend, the same cousin, and nothing seems to change. Well, sis, or bro, if you're listening to, that's a job for Jesus to give you discernment on how to proceed differently. Seriously, though, take it up in prayer for God to give you that clarity that you need. Speaking of discernment, while on the topic of relationships, yes, we are meant to be in community and foster relationships. However, we need discernment on who to keep around and who to stay around. You can't just surround yourself with everyone and call them your friend. Trust me. 
I've learned that the hard way. You also can't just date anyone and think that they're the one. I'm not saying to close yourself off to others that may not be on the same wave as you, but know you can let influ- know who you can let influence your life because it really isn't everyone. It's a lot easier for someone to be a negative influence on your life than for you to try to change them or bring them up. So you're probably thinking, but I'm not easily influenced though, so it doesn't even matter. I can be friends with whoever I want. I'm not going to be affected. You'd be surprised on how people's thoughts and behaviors change just because of who they surround themselves with, whether they notice it or not. You have to protect your heart in romantic relationships and all other relationships as well. 1 Corinthians 15.33 reminds us to not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. We definitely didn't want to believe our parents when we were younger, but it is true. You are who your friends are. You are who your significant other is. I understand now why they wouldn't let me hang out with certain people. If your parents tell you to be careful of a certain relationship, 85% of the time, they're probably right. Why? Because they're wise and have more than likely been there before and have seen how things end up. But like I said before, ask God for discernment most importantly. He provides the ultimate wisdom and clarity for every situation. Not just anybody can speak into your life. You need wise counsel. Positive influence influences people that can inspire you and encourage you. They're bringing you to do things that push you further away from God than closer to him. That's a sign too, boo. Okay, so that was a very long side note, but let's talk about forgiveness. I talked about how lack of communication and lack of forgiveness is a hindrance in relationships. So, okay, we talked about communication. Now we're going to talk about forgiveness. Personally, I didn't realize I wasn't as forgiving of people until very recently. I've always had the mentality of forgive, but don't forget. They did you wrong. Let it go and forgive them. Keep it in the back of your mind. I, this actually isn't forgiving at all if we think about it. God has an interesting way of showing me things, and it's always in some of the most random of thoughts. One day, I think I literally was probably thinking about what I wanted to eat for lunch when all of a sudden, poof! What if God said he forgave you for things you did wrong, but still kept it all in the back of his mind? Love holds no record of wrongs. Okay, so first of all, I had no words for a few minutes when this random thought just came to my mind. Then I realized love holds no record of wrongs is definitely part of 1 Corinthians 13.5. Forgiveness means holding no record of wrongs. A lot of us also think that we can forgive but not forget when in reality, that just continues to build up bitterness in our hearts. You think you've let that one situation go, but then when another thing happens, you get even more upset or you explode because now there are two things that this person did to hurt you because you're remembering the first thing because you never let it go. You had it in the back of your mind because you forgave, but you didn't forget. Just grows and grows and grows until you can't handle it anymore. This by no means, and I mean no means at all, is encouragement to allow yourself to be a doormat and continue to let yourself to be mistreated by certain people who specifically choose not to treat you better. But you can either forgive and continue a relationship, but also forgive and move on from a relationship. 
this means with no hard feelings, though. That is my main point. Us breaking off relationships without forgiving only hurts us, 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 not anybody else, but us in the long run. And if God does not do that with us, why do we do it to other people? I always personally pray that God gives me as much grace for others as he gives to me. Because honestly, if God were anything like us, he would not be cool with any of us anymore after all the things that we do wrong. We all mess up time and time again, and yet he's still there to say, come back to me. I love you. It's okay. You're forgiven. It's amazing, but not something to take advantage of. There is a forgiveness that God gives us that can sometimes be beyond our comprehension, but we're called to be just like that. We're called to live like Jesus and extend that very same forgiveness to those around us. This is part of genuinely loving. I hope that the things that I talked about on relationships were helpful, but I don't want to just end it here where you listen and then that's it. Then you go about your day. I want to challenge you today, this week, this month, for the rest of this year to think of a relationship or more that can be mended, a situation that you still need to forgive and reach out to that person, communicate and forgive them. Even if the relationship doesn't continue, at least your heart will be free and you can move on and you can move forward without feeling the hurt from whatever happened. I heard somewhere, and this is so true, that unforgiveness unforgiveness, you get my point, is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to be affected. You just have to let it go so that you can be free. And for those that need to do better fostering relationships, think of one thing you can do to make that friendship, that romantic relationship, that family relationship better and go and do it this week, this month, this year, hopefully before the end of the year. Put your pride aside and make peace because the world needs so much more of it. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode of Notes to Sis with love and light always.